0: You're listening to the Insight Scoop podcast. Welcome to the Insight Scoop episode 51. This is a podcast about self improvement, and uh, let's just get into it. So, I'm here with Oscar Whoa. again. Uh, we're doing episode 51 of January 8th, New Year, and I uh, heard you had a topic
1: to chat about. You heard right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah since we are, are never have a topic to talk about we just make something up on the spot i was thinking just before the podcast um about all the fucking misery in my life over the past few months uh, and and the source of it and i just kind of came to me and, and 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 a moment that i made a decision sometime maybe 2019 or the start of 2020 uh or some some port, some point in the first part of 2020 to become the vice president for computing mm. uh the student vice president for computing and i made that decision very impulsively in a sort of a manic state as you might some might call it um uh, and i'm just kind of realizing now that that's one of the only (laughs) impulsive decisions that I just kind of followed through with because I was kind of, I kind of made the commitment to other people to do it. You know, when I have impulsive decisions to start a project uh, for myself, a personal project, and I, you know, maybe i make a small start on it and then I kind of forget about it. And, you know, I don't have to follow through with it. When you make a commitment to other people, you have to kind of follow through of it because there's this social kind of contract, uh, of following through of it. and and I, and I just feel like all of the misery that's coming to me now is because I wasn't being true. I wasn't being true to myself and my personality when I made the decision to do this. Um, on the other hand, I mean, it's, it's, it's been very revealing of a lot of things. It, uh, it, gave me a lot of new things to think about. As I think, uh, what's it called? Adversity always brings a lot of new ideas to the forefront of your mind because when you have problems to solve, you think of ideas uh, of how to solve them. You think of solutions and with that comes new ways of looking at the world. So while it brought me a lot of new ideas and new perspectives by design, by necessity, it was also, uh, and kind of still is a very tough time for me. Um, And I said, this was taking it to a new level of abstraction because I don't feel this in any kind of moment. I don't feel this instinctively. It's kind of built upon some ideas that I have that are very abstract already and it's another level above that that perhaps because I made this decision a long time ago but I made it imp- impulsively and I had to follow through with it as a social contract um, that now I'm kind of stuck in this place where there was a short period of time where I felt like it was a good idea and now I'm in a long period of time of executing it when I no longer feel in my em- element yeah that's, so I uh, feel that's like
0: the the impulsive decision that was the whole the whole start like the beginning of it all
1: well i that's my guess right now mm-hmm. um based on some ideas that partially I've also developed over the uh, over this tough period of time um and i feel quite confident about it yeah mm. about this guess i wouldn't say it's just a shot in the dark i would say it's uh an educated guess
0: mm. yeah i mean it does sound like rooted in reality at least somewhat you know impulsive decisions i mean yeah i can't really generalize too much like some impulsive decisions lead to the best. Yeah things and the best you know experiences that you ever have but that's
1: what i'm saying though but... it's like it it there's a lot of it brought fruition to a lot of ideas as well mm-hmm. so while i'm saying i've put myself through a lot of shit because of it on the other hand it's also brought me a lot of ideas so yeah you, you can make a generalization there though that it's going to be disruptive Impulsiveness. If you make an impulsive decision and you follow through with it for whatever reason you have to, uh, like you're you're tied to it for you know maybe because your life depends on it now, or mm. because it's a social contract, whatever it might be, uh, it's going to be disruptive in one way or another, and it might be disruptive in a positive way or purely in a negative way. For me, I feel it's you know because the idea was partially you know I'm, I putting yourself out, outside of your comfort zone and obviously that's going to being outside of your comfort zone is going to be uncomfortable uh, and yeah. it can be go as far as being like you know mentally draining like putting you in depression or whatever if you take it to some extent uh too far uh on the other hand by putting yourself in in such a situation you can well, grow as a person. Cause you're widening your um perception view of the world. Mm. In any uncomfortable new uncomfortable situation that you put yourself in. Cause yeah, I mean that's kind of it is kind of at the core of my philosophies that like new ideas come out of the friction that you have with the world. Uh like if you're well-adjusted to like if you're very comfortable you don't have to do a lot of thinking Mm. because you don't have to you know you don't feel like you have to get out of the situation that you're in because it suits you and but if you're you're experiencing experiencing something that's not comfortable you want to figure out ways to change your situation and new ideas arise that's a very like a poor explanation of the whole of my philosophies Mm -hmm. Because they're not really like written uh, down as a they're they're purely abstract, conceptual things, uh, and they might remain as that because um, there isn't like a perfect model for describing the world and describing our thoughts and you know describing anything like everything. All of our models for describing the world and our thoughts and all of that which are part of the world are like the best approximation that allows us to make uh, accurate uh, predictions about the world
0: do you do you ever want to write you know try and conceptualize these like actually um, write down your your ideas
1: yeah I, I do, do you mean, think I did that you may
0: forget that We were were talking about how David Lynch just said uh, that he has actually forgotten a few ideas. I think it's like three biggest ones that he remembers. Well, remembers forgetting, actually, (laughs) because you don't don't usually remember the idea uh, which you had. So, yeah. I mean, at the same time, this is a bit of a tangent, but I think we are currently, well, young and are having a sharp mind and all that um so we do rely a lot on like just being able to you know think of something and then just keep it in my in our minds um i know that's it's a weird uh direction to take the conversation i don't know it doesn't matter but uh yeah i don't know so when when you mentioned that all of this started as in this i thought you meant like The whole world situation uh which are more you're more about like the internal struggles right yeah mm.
1: yeah no i don't i very um, observe very limit in a limited way what's going on in the world generally Mm. because it's it's a it's a lot more to understand than just understanding what's going on in your own situation like there's too many disparate things to pay attention to that you can't really it's it's hard to form some some sort of a knowledge understanding of it all some sort of a useful model of it all that lasts for a long time like the way we as humans like as as individual agents intelligent agents model a world you can build a model of that that will last for a long time they mm-hmm. like be able to predict accurately our actions and so on for a long time what psychology tries to do and in some parts of it the world like follows some rules that are like way too complex for us to and like we can we we attempt to understand small parts of it but we're also like a small part of it and so you know which is a more manageable part to understand because we're with us 24 with ourselves 24 7 with our thoughts 24 7 we can observe our own thoughts
0: um true yet it's uh it's a very big like science field and psychology (laughs) and research into our own minds so sometimes even more difficult than understanding what the other guy may think about something you know it's like I think it's, it's almost the same as, uh, someone said in, in the past, uh, we can predict planet movements, you know, billions of years in the future, but we can't predict what, uh, we're gonna, what weather we're gonna have on our own planet tomorrow, you know? So, yeah, yeah it's like, it's, uh, it's probably similar, quite similar. I would, I would think because I still have no idea who I am and unlike or how I operate, uh, even though I've been living with, just as you mentioned in the, well previously, that you are with yourself 24-7. Sounds weird, but I probably know about a camera better, how a camera operates than, you know, how my mind operates, for example. So <laughs> it's like a, mm-hmm. an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, that's a good point about um you're able to able to predict the movement of planets and stuff very well. That's I mean that it's probably macro and
0: micro, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a thing we're able to study like very empirically and stuff. Uh like it's it's purely like physical. Um but then on the other hand, like the interaction of that that I guess ties into psychology, but the interaction of all of the different things exactly things like very generally that are happening on our planet even like the weather how it's connected to civilization what civilization does Mm. uh animal you know animal kingdoms and how you know their habitats are being destroyed and things like like how all of it interacts with each other and we have some good models for like understanding that but yeah, I guess to to speak about something that I'm more comfortable speaking about is like, or questioning is like how humans interact with each other within organizations, and yeah, like that. But modeling that is very complicated.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, have you are you aware of what happened in the capital, like the, the in the U.S. What happened? The, mm-hmm. the recent events of like the, the storming of the capital or whatever. <laughs> I was uh, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know much. I still don't know much about it. I haven't looked into it too much, but I, I randomly came across this seven second video from probably years ago. But just again, YouTube somehow decided that they wants to recommend David Lynch to me for the past like week so i'm like okay Uh, and then that guy just uh, there's like a random scuffed video of like seven seconds and he's like can you imagine what einstein had to deal with what he had to carry it all like there's everyone's a goddamn moron like (laughs) there's so many morons around how did that guy handle them all you know it's like but but anyway, so I think it it just ties into the the damn Trump situation with whatever the hell's happening out there. I have mm. no idea, dude. It's scary.
1: I think the interesting thing about Einstein is he, I I believe, like I like I know I've got a scrap of information left or something I read a long time ago, that like the discoveries that he made about well, they say, let's say the universe. We like basically in his own language, like not in his own language mm. that we speak, but like in his own conceptual way, like explain in his own conceptual way, and it was it took some scientists, I think at Harvard some researcher professor to actually read that and and see the genius in it and actually trans- translate it to mm. something that more scientists can understand, so you know.
0: I have That's heard really that cool. he yeah. he was kind of a a, a slow person, you know, and and like a temperament, uh, way he had the the phlegmatic temperament or whatever that that thing is called. Like he would struggle to talk to people, but he would the way he, he himself described is like he has more time to think. Probably like uh, Stephen Hawking, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, so it, makes, it makes sense it makes a lot of sense in that you know when his work had to be translated for people to understand it like translated as in you know into this yeah. science, the science that the established science when it had to be translated into that by another person and i need to read up on this to be not completely off about it uh but it makes sense that you know he was in his own conceptual world that allowed yeah. him to be you know sort of creative and think of these new ideas uh and then that had to be back, reattached back into the established science Yeah, um, i mean if you have your
0: ways of doing things which are you know faster ways of whatever it is you know interfacing with your brain even <laughs> in this case probably he just went away with it yeah i haven't I, yeah. I did not know that before that's interesting
1: i think i sent you before the podcast started um was a thing saying Certainty is the killer of Chris, creativity. Mm-hmm. I made this Google search for that, uh, or DuckDuckGo search for that. <laughs> and uh, I, wait, well, I found the quote because I've learned some new Google skills. Uh, yeah. If you put quotes around, oh, wait, it was quotes around something. It searches for that exact phrase. If you mm-hmm. put a plus sign before a word, it says it must include this word as well in the search. Um, Minus. Uh it's like exclude. Mix. Yeah, exclude. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm. Why did you exclude okay. a word from a search instead of not just not including it? Uh, huh.
0: like anyway. I dude, I I have used the, the minus the most like the most used symbol in search for me. With oh, quotes I think or it's, anything.
1: You want to search for it, but you don't want to. No, I don't understand. I'm confused right now. Anyway, what well, I it's was very saying-
0: simple. So, for example, if you want to search for Home Alone, and you type in Home Alone, and then all of these recent Home Alone six, five come up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, or I or you want to search for something that is I don't know can be related to two fields or two things, you know. You can do like einstein and then minus physics then maybe you're gonna see all of his achievements in chemistry or whatever you know like-
1: yeah i get it now. i was a bit confused there uh yeah so i was searching uh, uh, certainty is the killer of creativity uh, and what i got is somebody some guy some graphic designer some well 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 known graphics designer uh say in something very similar creativity creativity is the killer of imagination Mm. and yeah i'm just thinking the imagination that uh einstein had to come up with all this stuff would it would it have been killed if he had been more in touch with uh the established um science physics because you know my idea is that when you have questions and you have Google in front of you and you can just research answers straight away, you're 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 kind of like satisfied. Like yeah. your your curiosity is satisfied and you stop. You're like, Oh, I guess that, that's that's why. And that's it. That's the end of the thinking. It's like I've got the answer now. Otherwise, you go out on your own and and uh, try to figure it out in other ways. But you know that's a grey area. Like, for when you should and shouldn't do that. Uh, But certainly, I think, if any time you have a question, you just Google it or ask somebody or, you know, look up in a reference book uh, about, you know, a science field, um, then you're just kind of, like, accepting the status quo. But, you know, so you're not able to advance um, or, you know, you're not capable of answering that question anyway, originally uh or having original thought about that question but the other thing is with max Planck thing about uh science moves on with uh, one funeral at a time or whatever um mm. uh, where he's like the meaning behind it what, he's, what he was what he was saying basically is that the the new generation of scientists have new ways of looking at things basically and the way the old way of looking at things dies is the actual old generation dying off literally and the new thing becomes more prevalent so it might be that you know you might want, you might have one exceptional person who comes up with uh, you know some interesting new way of looking at things some, somehow or the the field just naturally moves on to a new way of looking at things uh gradually and that's how discoveries are made but yeah i mean it's it's a complex and that's, that's the complex problem that i'm talking about modeling it's like you can't model It's really hard to model all the variables that are going on there. And eventually, if you want to model it, you have to settle on some model of modeling it. Some model, anyway. You have to settle Mm. on some model of looking at it where there could be infinitely many other models of looking at it. Uh, And you're stuck with that. But the whole idea of a model, what it defines a good model is its ability to predict the, well, good. What I would say is a good model. Mm -hmm is its ability to predict uh the real physical world yeah
0: there has to be a good enough model eventually like you can try and you know strive for for looking for the best thing and never find it but then maybe find something and eventually make more progress with it than you would chasing something so what we have
1: is good enough for for a lot of things for whatever you know yeah, it might be good for a lot of things, but you could do mm. even better. So
0: it's actually interesting because I literally today I thought uh, this, this thought like a few hours ago. Don't know how this quantum entanglement mess works, but uh, I have thought of of being influenced by random decisions and not decisions, but like having my model, I think that, that, I guess let's just describe it in that way. Model towards many things be influenced by whatever i'm you know learning or whatever now uh and then i just told myself when you know it's like trying to neurolinguistically program yourself to catch yourself in the future if you become grumpy about someone offering you a better way of doing something or or whatever you know it's like it's it's the paradox of of like old people when when they have their established methods and even though those methods are like absolutely inefficient by today's standards you you still cling on to them because they just they just get the job done and you know about it and you kind of it's not like you don't want to learn new ones but or and then again i was uh thinking of how this might influence creativity and other decisions that I will do in the future. Uh, I wonder what sparked this, because I had like a, I had an, an, a co- a concept of of trying to explain this in in a in a concrete manner. Like a, I had an example of of something, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's even the YouTube videos, right? Even if okay, so that that's one of it. Let's say YouTube videos, right? I I kind of saw someone else's video or whatever. And I was like, hmm, this doesn't really follow any conventions or whatever, right? And then I thought, okay, but what are the conventions? You know, maybe the way I think of creating a YouTube video is like, that's what I've been exposed to and I've been influenced by. And now, you know, all I can do is this because somehow I would otherwise need to break out of this think outside the box as they say but that's the thing it's difficult if your models already like this this and that you know once you get the idea of streamlining the process of let's say making the podcast it's absolutely fine you know we can just turn it out real quick like do a processing on on all of that and we know what we do systems are good for that but when it comes to Mm -hmm. creative ways of you know making uh making something you just you know Sometimes you get taken back by something, you like get surprised by how genius the idea seems, even though it's so simple and you're like, oh, maybe just because we were following this one track so much, we didn't even think of trying it the other way. So well, when you were explaining the AI kind of thing, I, I do understand what you, what you mean in, in a way, uh, you know, of learning AI. So I kind of could relate this to that, like, okay.
1: Yeah and I guess you know all of the kind of ideas that we have like this are all kind of peppered um, across like literature hmm. like all of the, the the thoughts that we have are kind of somewhere written down somewhere and just like kind of waiting to be interpreted the right way uh yeah, I I guess if all we just it. read all
0: the books that exist you know we would we would have things to look You know like a dictionary of ideas kind of to look up it's like oh this was written in the five like the fifth chapter of you know einstein's book or whatever like
1: yeah so that's the the, the, as they is this you know what would happen if we we had created some artificial intelligence uh like us but incapable of doing like a thousand years of human thinking in one second right (laughs) <laughs> it's like it could actually conceptualize all of these things at once.
0: Yeah, but it's and, it's, uh, it's difficult to to think of what that AI should look like because um, we would need to absolutely completely change the way of how we think about AI. Then I guess we would need to instead of thinking of how to make an AI, we would need to think of how do we, uh, you know, use the the processing power that we have in order to solve problems, something like that, you know? Mm. Uh, I still have mis- a lot of misconceptions about AI probably, and it's like how, I, and that's why I don't want to get involved with it, because I, I just see tutorials, and every single one is like, computer vision, image recognition, and I'm like, dude, that's stupid. I know that you can solve so many problems with this, but this is literally just like, Zero point zero one percent of probably even more zeros. You know of what we, what its potential is. Um, mm. Although maybe at the same time you can't really learn that much because there aren't really many people teaching it. Because if if they are pioneers of of a certain way of using AI, they're probably making money off of it by applying it instead of teaching other people of how to use it. So. It's it's like a thing that you have to carve your own path in, I guess, but dunno, yeah.
1: Yeah. And what you were saying about the um old pe old people sticking to their guns and doing their own thing, um, like doing things their way that they've done for a very long time and not liking the new ways of doing things. Um what I would say is that's probably well, so- somewhat it's because it's their identity basically. Like if you imagine you've done a thing for a certain way for a long time you really don't want to admit to yourself that there is a better way of doing it now mm. um and there's also the idea when i was saying that uh you know all of these things are kind of like perpetuated in literature and the things we say and our our phrases the phrase of you know adding hiring fresh blood uh into a company or something like that it's always to bring new ideas to the table mm. uh and you know the, you know that that would explain that would kind of show that you know the old generation, eventually is no use anymore because we need to you know for a company be, that needs to innovate, right? Uh, and so that would kind of show also that there is like a real relationship between you know being older and having those kind of concrete or or or. There's some some solid ideas that you don't want to be broken because huh. you've built some sort of a foundation for some some sort of, you know your model of the world is basically like based on them and like hmm. taking taking like a brick out of this model would make it just all not you know fall down or whatever. Yeah. You're Like this doesn't make sense. Like what else is like not the not the best way of doing things anymore? Is all of it like phony? Yeah, is all of it yeah then you it's, don't want I to guess, do it like some basic in human a way,
0: thing yeah i guess in a way that that makes sense and uh in in other in other way old people just probably can't give any more shits about things they just like i've been dealing with nonsense for so long fuck it you know yeah no wonder they would just don't deal with certain things it's like needing to stay in a cheap ass motel they're like oh fuck that dude <laughs> like just a a very simple example but yeah um and i think that's that one of that even came from jonathan blue himself he programmed for so many years already and he's he's used visual studio i think and in in, in he actually did explore these ideas about settling with something and he's like yeah when you do it for so long you just can't be arsed to deal with things anymore and he's like when you're young you're still okay you know you're like young you can adapt you can still like deal with things right but eventually it just becomes too much and you're like why the hell am I spending so much of my time trying to get this thing to work instead of just having it work you know (laughs) so it's it's one of those ideas mm-hmm. about software i guess but but yeah you, could, yeah you could probably just uh apply it to so much more
1: yeah i guess that's the other thing not not uh not learning another tool that is just marginally better to uh, at doing the job that what you've been using for a long time and then a part of it is like maybe trying to justify to yourself that your tool is better so mm. you don't feel bad about sticking with it uh, and yeah. in an old age like that you probably don't feel about it that way you just don't give a shit anymore but uh, you're like hey whatever the fucking tool gets the job done right Yeah. whatever it brings it puts the money in my pocket <laughs> basically
0: we can only guess uh, but yeah probably probably yeah well that's our half an hour have anything to add Nope. Well, in in that case, it's been a nice chat, and thank you everybody for listening. Expect us next week, as always. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, blah blah, everywhere. Um, this podcast is available in a video form on YouTube. Just Google the Inside Scoop, and you're most likely gonna come come across it. So that's that's us. See you next week.
1: See ya.